Okay, I have a couple of questions. One, why am I tied up? And two, who the hell oh, are you? Oh, welcome. Welcome to my room of puzzles and traps. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Puzzle the Goblin. It's, uh, it's Bill from Escape This Podcast, former guest of this show. Uh, yeah, I am a former guest of this show, uh, former voice actor. You may remember, I think my biggest yeah. role was as the Joker. Uh, but other than that, just yeah. bits and bobs here and there. Well, here's the thing. You've tied me up. You've taken me hostage for one reason, which is to hijack the cancelled movie report stream. Is yes, that correct? Yes, this whole podcast belongs to Escape This Podcast now, but only for <laughs> one week. We, we actually got you and Eden on the show Mm-hmm. Ages ago, months and months ago. I don't. I don't even know when this episode came out. Yeah. A while back, and I thought this was a nice uh, opportunity to let your audience members who wouldn't have seen that listen to more mm. Eden and Cambo. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We're we're on break between seasons at the moment, and people that listen to our show know that we do not watch <laughs> our show. <laughs> there are, let's say, extended breaks between our seasons. But we always like to try and drop stuff in that we think people are going to enjoy. And I legitimately, well, first of all, I legitimately love Escape This Podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts. And I've, I've, I've maintained that like throughout the seasons, I've always been a huge Escape This Podcast guy. But I genuinely think that if you like our show and this kind of like picturing something in your mind theater that we do on our show, then I genuinely think that you will also like Escape This Podcast because it's the same thing but like tabletop gaming. Every episode of Escape This Podcast, we create an audio escape room. So it is it is a fully developed escape room. So for people who don't know escape rooms, you have to solve a lot of puzzles to try and get out of a situation or to, or to achieve some kind of goal. We build those in audio form. They're kind of like a tabletop role-playing game or like a text-based adventure or like a point-and-click kind of game. And we take guests and we make them solve the escape room and everybody listens along to see if they can solve it yeah. faster or see how it all plays out. There's narrative, there's story, there's characters, and there's a lot of puzzles. Yeah. And and you, you've had heavy hitters like Eden yep. and myself. Yeah, biggest guests. But you've had you've had other um other guests that you've managed to I guess scrounge when Eden and I weren't. Yes, the episodes. Uh the likes of um most of the Cast of Taskmaster. We've had a UK lot of Taskmaster people. Thank yeah, we've had a, we've had Paul Williams and Guy Montgomery and David Correas and uh, we've had Alex Horn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed Gamble. You've had um, Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris has been on quite a few times. We can't get rid of him. He's been on so many but times. The episode that we're going to play you in just a minute. Now you know that Eden and I we're big movie guys. We know a lot about mm. movies. So naturally, in this episode, we are playing. In a fire yeah. station. Yeah, no movies in this one. <laughs> yes, yeah. it wasn't necessarily tailored yes. to your specific skills. Maybe that's why this episode, as a warning to people, is a little bit longer than normal. Uh, they're usually around an hour. Yeah, I think yes. this one's like an hour 40. But without any further ado, listen to Eden and I on this episode of Escape This Podcast. And if you like it, go check the show out, subscribe, leave it a rating. Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is episode 10 of season 10, and it's the end of the season. That sounds like we've done so much work for this show. We don't do much. A decade of show. Yes, yeah. Ignore the fact that we do two seasons a year, and it sounds like we've been around for a long time. 
Uh, this is the final episode of this standalone arc of episodes. We'll take a little bit of break. There'll be plenty of bonus episodes for everybody oh, at yeah, home. Oh, yeah, we're not going to stop releasing stuff. You'll still get weekly releases. We're just not going to be doing lots of escape rooms and things. Uh, so we'll be back in the latter half of the year for another season of Escape Rooms. But in the meantime, we're not done yet. You still have this one. Yes. Every episode, we have guests come on to play through an escape room that exists just on an, an iPad, which isn't that impressive, really. But it's an, it's an audio. It's a virtual escape room. You can imagine it at home. And this episode, we have... The two, the twin hosts of Cancelled Movie Report, we have Eden Porter. Welcome, Eden. Thank you very much for having me, guys. And we have Michael Cambo Campbell. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me also. Um, Did you I say they were twins? Well, they're well, the twin yes. hosts. Wanted to address that controversy. <laughs> <laughs> and no, in fact, uh, we will announce it here exclusively on the show. We are twins. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um we are, I'm sure we've talked about it with our audience before uh, because we have been guests on Cancelled Movie Report uh, yeah. as both voice actors and movie critics, I suppose. Yeah. Assessors. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's quite. Would you like to give a rundown for people at home who haven't listened to Cancelled Movie Report, what the show is about and what it's like? Yeah, definitely. It's an odd duck of a show because it's, uh, it's a few things in one. It is a show primarily around the idea of movies that were never made, movies that almost got made and never were. You've maybe heard legend of Nicolas Cage playing Superman or some such. And Eden and I were always fascinated. We used to always talk about it. And then we thought, well, let's make a podcast. But every time we'd heard information about it, we were always wanted more and more and more. Like, like, what would it have sounded like? What would it have been like? So now what we do is we get these leaked screenplays that exist online we talk about the production of the movie, who was going to star, what you know, who was going to be in it, who was going to make it. But we actually go through the script in somewhat detail, and then for certain sections, we actually get a full voice cast in, and they recreate whole sections of the script. Essentially, we're trying to make it like the closest you can ever get to watching a movie that doesn't exist. It works, and is one of the what highest value, highest production value podcasts that I listen to. I know that's true. Like, it, it, is, is, it, is, it is a very well-made uh, show. It is definitely one of our favorite shows. I am pumped when I see your update saying, hey, new season coming soon, coming soon. Oh, God. It, it's absolutely so one of the nice. big ones that, that I look nice forward to, to every week. Because we do make it in a spare bedroom. So the fact that it's down <laughs> so high production value is uh, it's very flattering. <laughs> The funniest thing about it is the casting. So we can find out, yeah, I really want to hear what Christopher Walken would have been like as Brainiac. And so we get <laughs> a Christopher Walken impressionist to come and do, like just there's so many, there's an infinite amount of casting calls and stuff like that. It's yeah. just been a lot of fun. Ones like that are actually easier. Like Christopher Walken or an Arnold Schwarzenegger, because they mm. are so specific, the harder ones are people that don't have a distinct voice. True. Like uh, at the moment, our, our season's kicked off with uh, a movie that was set to star Joaquin Phoenix. And he doesn't mm. have as distinct a voice. And that's much harder to find. Yeah. I was, while listening to the episode, going, all right, does this person, are they doing a Joaquin Phoenix impression? I don't know enough about what Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix sounds like to judge that. He's a little bit like, um, like a, oh, it's me, Joaquin Phoenix. Hello, everybody. It's me. I think oh, it's man. Like, they were way off. <laughs> but yes, you have, you've just started your new season. I think for people mm. who are listening to this episode as it comes out, the second episode of your new season is coming out around the same time, maybe a day after. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. So they can head over and, and listen to... Absolutely listen to last week's first episode of the new season. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, yeah, we do have the wonderful guest Alexi Toliopoulos joins us to talk about a cancelled Batman movie. <laughs> Alexi was great. 
Boys cast was great, but there was one, and I forget her name, but um, she plays Anne Gordon in the show, and she's a particular standout. So I'd say listen oh, to her. Really? <laughs> I, I thought she was cancelled. Uh, <laughs> what, what have you been saying? <laughs> of course, because, yes, Danny, you, did, uh, you were very gracious to lend us your voice in that episode. Oh, wonderful. Well, look, it is a fantastic show. I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more in the post-show. But, yeah, so if you're listening to this, go and listen to Council Movie Report. Well New season's it. just started. You'll it enjoy it. Favorite. And then you'll go back and listen to the old ones because you won't be able to get enough. Now, whenever we have guests on the show, we always have the same two questions, uh, which is tell us about Council Movie Report, first off, we ask everybody. Uh, and then, <laughs> this is the uh, first then, time it's ever worked. Yeah, yeah it's really, really paid off this time, <laughs> 10 seasons later. We've cut it from every single episode, but now we can actually leave it in. So th- the first question is, what is your escape room experience? Eden, do you want to start? What is your experience with escape rooms in general? Yes, look, I've done a few escape rooms over the years. Actually, in preparation for this, I went back and did another one. I just, um, I have escaped from Clue Munji. That's right. Oh, uh, the Munji escape room. But um, I've, I've done one. Uh, uh, look, it was actually the hardest escape room I ever did was when I was visiting my friend in Beijing. We decided to do an escape room over there. And okay. I don't know, I don't know what it was. We came up against this clue that was probably one of the most impossible things ever. It took us like half an hour. We couldn't figure it out. At the end, when we got kicked out, we said, what was, what, what was this? So we got, it was a four digit um, combination to open up a, a lock, right? Sure, so sure. We, we figured out that it was letters. So we're like, okay, so it's, it's letters. So it was like A-Y-T. So we're like, okay, what is this? And they had to be turned into numbers. We couldn't figure it out. We're trying alphabet-wise, backwards alphabet, inside Mm. out, everything like this. What it was, and I don't know whether you guys, being escape room connoisseurs, have heard this before. What it was, you, it was the exit points of the letter. So A, when you write a capital A, there are two exit points of the letter. So that was two. (laughs) Y had three exit points, so it was a three. Like U was two. And R was was two as well. That's Has so anyone wild. heard of that before? <laughs> I've no, not at all. And I've done organi- some weird letter puzzles, but that is not one. They expected you to just notice that. Yes, and the guy had the nerve to be like, "Oh, this one's very easy." You see, it's just the, <laughs> it's just the exit points of each letter. And me and my friend Jay Hard oh, were just man. like, "What are you talking about?" Maybe, maybe when like if you're maybe when you're in school in China learning like well, Chinese calligraphy, like or you know in like kanji but whatever the actual chinese word is for them maybe you look at them and maybe that's how they learn it like oh yeah this is like a four exit point kanji this is like the only thing that we could symbol. possibly come up with maybe it is and a they assumed scene. that english speakers would do the same maybe maybe it's a com- more common thing in chinese language it was to know the exit weird. points of the things that you write so i expect that in tonight's yeah. uh, episode i don't mean yeah, to Danny brag is... i don't mean to brag Ed, but i reckon i would have got that that, that would have oh, come okay. straight to my <laughs> mind yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, we classically use the examples of, oh, what could the digits be? Oh, there's a chair over there. A chair has four legs. Try four. <laughs> it kind of seems like this is the letter equivalent of that. Of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and Cambo, we've done some escape rooms together in real well, life. Well, yeah. C- can I be a bit vulnerable with you guys right now? I'm Please. a bit nervous about being on here. I've done, I've only done two escape rooms, but I've actually had the weird experience of my first ever escape room uh, being with you guys. So that was my first ever escape room. And it was not an easy room. Well, the thing is, you guys are very, very good at escape rooms. I'm sure you know. 
The second escape room, I think I overinflated what I imagined my ability in escape room is. <laughs> and uh, I really struggled in the second escape room without you two there to, to essentially assist me at every point. And now, since then, I've been like, oh, maybe I'm not good at escape rooms. So now I'm quite nervous now coming on here because you've only seen me in one escape room, which you were there and you were very good at. And you'll see how I crumble without you. I've got yeah, you, Cambo. Don't worry, yeah, buddy. I've got your back, mate. Remember, my, my, my back's ready to carry this team. Remember exit points, Eden. It's going to come down to the exit points. <laughs> Don't pay too much attention to the exit points in this game. That will ruin the realism for sure. Oh, well, oh, look, I'm it. sure you'll do great. And if you don't, then I'll just cut you from the episode. Well, that's. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to appear very little because my critical thinking is not the best under pressure. So uh, I, like, Eden, you're, you're much more of a gamer than me. I don't know if you've, we haven't gamed that much together other than the odd D&D here and there. But um, puzzles start to stress me out after a while. <laughs> so, oh, mate. mate, I love a good puzzle. I'm, I'm here for some good puzzles. Yeah. This, this podcast is like skydiving to me. I'm really facing my fear by coming on here. <laughs> uh, and so then the other aspect of the show is that it is escape rooms mixed with a sort of tabletop role-playing Feel you tried to give us a good segue there yourself. Cambo. Yes. So, uh, what is we, we can start with with you this time, Cambo? What is your tabletop role playing experience? It's it's a little bit limited. Eden and I are both in a what I'm going to call a very occasional Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> yeah, we can almost we can always answer this together because the only experience that we've had is playing with each other. Yes. Yeah. That's yes, true. Probably. That's true. Um, we are uh, other a former guest of this show, Nelson from Reddit on Reddit. Uh, got, wanted to kind of dip his toe into being a DM in Dungeons and Dragons. So he put this team together of people that he knows. Uh, and in what we've been playing two and a half years, Eden. Yep. How many sessions collectively do you think we've done? Six? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this resonates with me. It's a, it's yes. a long campaign. <laughs> yes. It's a long campaign. Yeah. Yes. I also, I, I made a character that I think Nelson, the DM, really hated because it's a very not D&D character. His name was Ben Thompson, and he was an accountant that didn't have I any fight. He was a coward, in fact, was the character I came up with him for. That's my favorite kind, <laughs> the ones who don't or can't fight. Yeah. I love it. And I'll tell you this, it wasn't only Nelson that hated that character. No. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime we were being besieged by locks and, and it came down to a Ben Thompson role, everyone collectively put their head in their hands. <laughs> Uh, but there was a few scenes where you were just sitting in the back of a caravan smoking while we were fighting to the death. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my favorite character from one campaign that we did was the Fallout one, where I was the child of the vault safety inspector. So all I was <laughs> great was the I one who wanted safety. Let's do a crossover. That character with Ben Thompson on an adventure together. We will make our own super safe, super financially responsible town. <laughs> That's perfect. Love it. Um, well, I think we are good to get into the room. In that Ooh. case. Do you have all your notes ready, Danny? Of course I do. Are you ready don't to whisk, me. whisk us away into a world of high fantasy? Uh, I wouldn't. Asterisk, asterisk, yeah, asterisk. A, no, not quite for this room. Well, if you two are ready, you've got your pen and paper. Got it. Tick. Then let's get going. The feeling is grim as you drive up to the building. Sure, it's a sunny afternoon. Couldn't look lovelier for the end of May. But you're in a sombre mood and it looks like everything around you is reflecting that. Certainly you know the group of people you're about to meet aren't going to be happy. Well, that's just how it is when you're meeting with the local fire department during a wave of arson attacks. Oh. 
It's been going on all month, stringing its way down every small town in the region. Always the same, a civilian house on a main road. No firefighters or police have been able to catch the culprit. And you know it's one culprit. How? Because after the first couple, this arsonist got bored and started leaving taunting notes at every fire department whose town he hit. Then he started leaving notes before committing the crime, taunting them with clues and sabotaging the firefighters' equipment without them ever even seeing him enter. And somehow, this still hasn't been enough for anyone to track him down. You work for the Department of Emergency Services, which includes firefighting, but you're more a head office type. Everybody at work has shaken their heads and given up on this case, just hoping the arsonist will quit while he's ahead. But you don't believe it. He's struck every few days this month, and now that it's the 31st, you're pretty sure he's got at least one more fire planned. Especially since there's only one town left unhit in the area. So that's where you are now, the fire station of the last possible target. You enter the fire station through the back up some stairs that lead into a small coffee break room. All the firefighters and one receptionist greet you grimly. They haven't even entered the main room of the station today because, well, some of the ways the arsonist has been sabotaging other locations has been kind of hazardous. This coffee room is the only one they've checked out top to bottom. They assure you they've found no funny notes or riddles or anything like that. So if those are around, they are in the main room. You'll have free reign of the station to search, and hopefully you'll find whatever the arsonist has left behind to tell you all about the next fire. The firefighters open the door for you to enter the station proper, then close it behind you. You won't need to go back there until you've found something. Alright, so at this point, you can now draw a map of the area that you'll be playing with. Great. Do not bother drawing a door for this coffee break room, it doesn't exist. <laughs> you have entered through the north wall just east of centre. In this northeast corner of the room, there are some lockers. The east wall has a TV mounted on it, with three couches arranged in a semicircle around it. Near the west wall are several beds. Um, and how many beds do we have over there, Dan? Uh, I have drawn five. Okay, I only drew three, so like I also drew three. Oh, come on. I think in my notes I say five, three will do. <laughs> in the northwest corner, there is a map hanging off the wall. In the center of the north area, there is a U-shaped receptionist's desk with a chair behind it, and on its surface, a phone, an alarm button, and some scattered paperwork. Oh my god, this receptionist desk is shaped exactly like me. <laughs> so <laughs> so it was a U-shaped desk. There's a, a phone, an alarm button. An alarm and some paperwork. Correct. And a chair as well. And a chair. Yeah. With four exit points. <laughs> and in the very centre of the remaining floor space, there is a pole going down. Hmm. You aren't sure what you're looking for exactly. You'll have to dig around through all the firefighters' stuff and see if you find anything from the arsonist amongst it. Okay. So let's uh do you wanna Kemba, do you wanna go over to the lockers first? You've read my mind, Eden, but I also yeah. want to say, Danny, you've read that absolutely beautifully. I just want to compliment <laughs> you on your reading there. Eden, I'm working on a strategy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. The praising's working. Um, well, if you ever need more voice work, this is the problem now. You compliment that too much and I'll start charging you. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> ooh, ooh. All right. Okay, so so we're at the lockers. Okay, let's open a couple of the lockers and peek inside. Absolutely. Most of these lockers are ajar, and well, they've got nothing in them whatsoever. Two of them, however, remain locked. One of them with a six-letter combination lock. Oh, the paper noises! Oh. <laughs> and one with a sort of wheel lock. It's kind of like one of those spinning combination locks, the standard ones you see on American TV. Only there are no numbers surrounding the circle, only small lines, like the lines on a clock, but with only eight of them evenly spaced around the circle. Oh my God, I drew eight. I drew eight automatically. This is great. And I drew eight once you told me, so we're we're both pretty good, Eden. (laughs) I appreciate it too. You know a little bit about these locks, and you're pretty sure they typically require three inputs to open. Yeah. I used to, uh, at the cinema I worked at, we had to use one of these locks, like, every single day. Mm. The old uh, the old left-right combination. Okay. I never understood them. See, if there's movies have taught me anything, all I need is a stethoscope. Yes. <laughs> and this thing is a piece of cake. And you'll hear the click when it opens, Eden. Yeah, correct. <laughs> okay, so we need numbers for that one, and we need it's a six letter combo for the six other one. letter combo for the other one. Not even necessarily numbers, because all it had was the direction point yes, markings. It didn't actually yep. have numbers. Yeah. So one day. Okay. So I feel like we need more. We need more to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at this uh, reception desk over here. The treasure trove of information, I assume. Yes, uh, so we've got the chair behind it, we've got the paperwork, the phone, and the alarm. Which catches your interest the most? Cambo's ah, choice. Cambo's choice. Uh, let's start with the paperwork. Get the boring stuff out of the way, because the chair is going to be the key to all this, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to eat your words. You take <laughs> words. a quick glance at this paperwork on the receptionist's desk. A little bit of everything. There's some legal stuff to be signed. Very boring. There are some inter-office memos between firefighters and other staff. There's a list of victims of these recent arson attacks, and there is a thank you card. It's blank right now, but you are pretty sure that it's going to be for you if you do a good job. Oh, okay. Billy thought it was suspicious in our playtest when I said it like this. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds a little suspicious. (laughs) Birthday card has a picture of a red herring on it. (laughs) (laughs) Can 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 we open it up? The card, yeah, it's blank, and there's just enough space on it that it will fit your name. Okay. But is there any other writing in there, or will it just say Eden and Cambo? When uh, it, it just said, at the moment, it just says thank you on the front, but you yeah. can visualize it in the future. It will have your name, even more praise at your amazing detective work, and it'll be signed by every firefighter. Oh, that's you, lovely. You know Eden, Eden, I don't know if you heard the tone that she said it, but I'm very suspicious of this card. <laughs> I'm, I'm super suspicious. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this card burst into flames at any moment. Yeah, That's the firefighter's um, favorite prank. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we've got a phone here as well. Yeah. Uh, the phone appears to be perfectly normal landline phone. You remember how to use those, you think? <laughs> um, and the last one was an alarm button there. Indeed. It's can exactly we, as we... advertised. There's a big red button. It's got the word alarm on it in big, serious letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hand is slowly reaching towards <laughs> as Cambo holds it back. <laughs> I'm very tempted, Cambo. I'm very tempted. Are we in some kind of moon night situation where there's two personalities in one body? Is that what's happening? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, we're in the wrong body, aren't we? Yeah, this is. And I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in the, I'll be playing Conchu. Okay. I haven't Amazing. seen Moon Knight, so I'm just gonna smile, nod, and then tell oh, you was, that you're was, tell you you're getting the law wrong. I, it was such a witty thing to say. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've seen the show. Since you haven't seen it, all of these jokes are they're really hidden, Danny. They're really good. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> okay, so Cambo, can we just decide are we are we hitting this alarm yet or not? Uh well, Aiden, you've missed the chair. The suspicious chair. Sorry. sorry. How many yeah. exit points do we have on the chair? Yes, I'd like to confirm that. More than you would think. Okay. This place must really value its receptionist because this chair is awesome. It's got a cushioned seat, sturdy back, eight legs as exit points, <laughs> and some pretty large armrests. Ooh. Hey, what's that? On the left armrest, there is a button panel. It's mm. got four outward-facing arrow-shaped buttons arranged in a square. And one of, them, one of them has a tiny letter N inscribed on it so one of the arrows has a letter n on it uh-huh mm-hmm. which so there's so there's up, up, a... up down left and right the arrows mm-hmm. yes um which which one has the n on it depends which way you look i suppose oh yeah that's true could, could this resemble in any way a compass you know what somewhat yes north <laughs> okay can we can we press the n button please you can Sorry, it, sorry, Cambo. Sorry, Cambo. I just jumped ahead there. Is that okay with you, bud? Uh, end button. Yeah, I'm going to allow it. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah. you. Let's proceed. Right. You press the end button and it just doesn't seem to do anything. The button okay. clearly presses. Oh, yeah. It definitely Dink. seems so, to so work. You, yeah, there's like a, there's like a satisfying Dink. sort of click. Totally. Yeah. You get a okay. little to kunk. Okay. Okay. Cambo, do we want to try some of the other buttons? Yeah, let's try them all. One at a time. Let's not mash them with the hand, but let's go, let's go east, south, and then west. All of these buttons seem completely functional. They each do that satisfying click when you push them in, but they're the sorts of buttons they don't stay in pushed. Yep. In in pushed yeah. in. They in you press in. them, they come right. back out. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, yep, yep, yep. Okay. They're like Game Boy buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> Are we do you think we're done at the reception desk, Eden, or is there more Can, you want just to do? Just one just one more thing. Can we just pick up the phone to see if there's a dial tone? Absolutely there is. Okay, so it's a working phone. Okay, so we cool. can make prank calls. This is good. Okay. This is Excellent. Good. Excellent. Uh, there goes the next three hours. <laughs> prank calls. Um, okay, let's check on the beds, the five beds, I believe. Indeed. Each one is labelled numerically, one to five. They're very simple. They're clearly only meant for light naps, not for full-on overnight deep sleep. Each one, it's just a narrow wooden frame, two-inch mattress, one sheet, plain white pillow. Okay. Can we do the classic thing of um, looking under the mattresses on each one? You give them a good ruffle, lift up the mattresses, pull around at the sheets, and ooh, inside the pillow of bed two, you hear a sort of swishy noise of folded paper. Billy, folly work, folly work. Oh, wait, I was going to do it with my mouth, but I've got paper. <laughs> oh my God, it's like I'm there. <laughs> So you give this pillow slip a good shake until the paper falls out. Uh, based on what you see here, it doesn't look like it's been written by the arsonist, but you okay. guess it's informative. And for okay. people at home, you can see this in the show notes below. But here it is for you. Uh, Camber, would you like to read this out for the audience at home? Okay. It says... I've got to move my screen closer. Hang on. <laughs> my screen's so far away. <laughs> Let me put one on my glass. It says, heads up. I know you're still settling in after being transferred here, so here's a tip. 
Neil is a bit of a wild card. It might take you a while to get used to his quirks. Like, if he writes you a note, watch out. If you see him start to practice his fancy sort of calligraphy, it means that he's not saying what he means. Like, if he writes a month of the year, it's not the right one. He actually means the month six months away from that one. I know, stupid, right? Well, that's nothing. If he writes a name, he probably means the opposite of what he said. He writes a D, it should have been an E. An O should be an A. And a W should be a G. And the weirdest, if he writes G-E-B-R in that fancy writing, it's actually meant to be P-H. I don't know if he thinks it's funny or if his handwriting is just that bad, but get used to it. Okay, this is huge. This is this is game changing right here, Cambo. Yes, okay, sorry. So I'm, I'm just finishing my notes on this one. Give me a sec. Okay, so the idea is if we see a month anywhere, add six to it. Okay, lock that into our brain cogs. Next thing. Okay, so D it should have been an E. Okay, that's interesting. So A, B, C, D, E. So that's the next one across. Uh, and O should be an A. E, I, O, U should be an A. Okay, that's that's less easy. And a W should be a G. Okay. And the weirdest, if he writes G, E, B, R in his fancy writing, it's actually meant to be P, H. <laughs> Mate. Okay. Interesting. This uh, This Neil sounds like a real character. He sounds like a real piece of work, this Neil. The funny part was, so I always use a um, a Patreon donor's name, so thank you so much, Neil. But oh. before in my draft, before I had picked the name for it, I was just using the name Doug. So all of my initial <laughs> notes just had Doug, so I was getting really mad at Doug while I was writing this. <laughs> okay, so now we're on the prowl for something that Neil's written, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So if we can find something he's written, then we well, can really start working it. There, there was a couple of memos in that paperwork over at the desk, Eden, inter-office memos. Do you memos? Think, would you call them the memos? I would never, but I, okay. I, I'm a very highly educated, Eden. Cool. My pronunciation okay. is second to none, as you heard okay. when I read the note. Well, let's find some memos. <laughs> find, finding memos we're trying to do now. Okay, let's, uh, let's, go, let's go check them out and see if anyone from Young Neil... You push aside some papers. Most of them are typed and tabled formally. You're searching for Neil's name. It pops up on a staff list, but eh, he didn't write that, so nothing there. Oh, hold on. There we go. <gasps> there is a letter, handwritten by Neil, to his captain. And you're about oh, to see go. that. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> All of these are available for people at home, but Eden, would you like to have a go reading this one out? Okay. Captain, we both know I'm kind of a lone wolf. Now, the W there... Is high is like thick. What yeah. do you call it? Bolded. Okay? Bolded. Um, but I like you, so I'd like to level with you about my absent on May the second. Bolded. See, I was helping an orphan with her algebra semi. Bolded. Homework. Her <laughs> name was uh, Julie or Juliet. Bolded. Something like that. But some rich punk in a limo came and yanked the work out of her hands. So what could I do? I chased the car all day, hence the absence. Neil. Hmm, interesting. Okay, we've got a lot happening here. We've got a lot happening here. I chased the car all day. Yeah, okay. Lies, lies from tiny eyes. <laughs> ah. Okay, so there's a few rules that we already know here, yeah? Yeah. 
So W is is G. Yeah, so that's golf. So that's golf. I'm kind of a lone golf. Yep. Okay. Well, he, okay, it's all I, becoming I, clear. I've already realized a bit of a pattern here, Eden. Hit me. Is that um, so later in the note here where it says, uh, like, for instance, algebra would actually be alpha. There's also Yankee and Romeo. Romeo being the opposite of Juliet. Yankee in when you change the D to an E and yanked is Yankee. Yes. But these sound like, um, uh, you, you know, when you're doing like call signs and. Uh, yeah, this is like, um, what do they call it? The numeric, not numeric. Yeah, yeah. The, um, Finitos. The phonetic yeah, alphabet. The phonetic alphabet. The phonetic alphabet. Yes. Yes. So, okay, okay let, let's, let's make sure we have all of them here. So the first okay. one is. Uh, is golf. Wolf is golf. Uh, yep. May. So we want to go six months. Six months. months. So that should be November because that's part of the uh, – That's I know that's one of the ones. Next one is Algebra, which will be Alpha. Yeah. Um, Juliet, Juliet is Romeo. Romeo, yeah. Uh, limo. So yeah. O is an A, so that's – So uh, it's Lima. Yeah. And Yanked is Yankee. Is Yankee. Okay, so we've got, what, Golf, November, Alpha, Romeo, Lima, Yankee, A. So G-N-A – R L Y, gnarly, gnarly. It could it's be like, gnarly. It's like, it's like it's like tubular. Well, there's like a six. Surfers, <laughs> there's like a six to say. There's a six. It's right for a loose cannon like Neil. Yeah, because Neil is is really into like Ninja Turtles. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's all about being tubular, gnarly, and uh, calabunga. I do, so I do like what, the image now of like going to the Oxford English Dictionary to look up gnarly, and the definition is just tubular. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how my brain works. No, see, <laughs> see also rad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I think this. I think we take a step back, yeah, to our six-letter lock because that is, yeah, yeah, gnarly. And you want to exactly try gnarly in the six-letter lock? Yeah, can we do that? Is that allowed? Ooh, hold on, hold on. Let me check the rules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you put gnarly into that letter lock, it clicks open for you. Gnarly. Yes. Tubler. Calabunga! <laughs> you open up this locker, uh, it's mostly empty. It smells faintly like metho, sorry, slash methylated spirits, slash denatured alcohol, slash you know, alcohol-based cleaning fluid. I have to go through all the iterations for international listeners because we oh. not everyone calls it metho. Okay, good. Classic Australianism then, metho. <laughs> You'd almost think from this that Neil had quit and recently cleared out, except there is one small item tucked in the very back bottom corner. I knew there'd it's be a, a small item tucked in the very back bottom corner. I knew it. Always what is. <laughs> what is it? What is it? It's a key. <gasps> key. Okay. Okay. We've got a key. Is it a skeleton key or just a regular key? It, I mean, it's shaped like a skeleton, but you're pretty sure <gasps> it only opens one lock. Okay, great. It is shaped like a skeleton. I love it. A gnarly skeleton. <laughs> He's oh, on a skateboard. No. Well, it's, it's all gnarled as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, it's a lot happening here. Okay, so we've got a key now, we a but key. we don't, we don't have a lock because that's a dial lock, so that doesn't need a key. Yep. Um, Indeed. Okay. We can take the key. Yeah, we, we're going to take it on our person. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Okay, cool. A key, but no lock. How ironic. Uh, um, okay, so we've got a few more things in the room, yeah, Cambo. I, I, um, my eye is drawn to this map, Eden. What do you think about um, this? Mate, do you know what I had circled on my notes? Let's go to the map wow. after we get the key. That's this, literally what I have written this down. This is why cancelled movie reports succeeds, Eden. This like-minded <laughs> this is, thinking. 
Love it. Okay, we're at the map. This is not your everyday town map. It's clearly been put together intentionally for the fire department's specific needs. It shows some major landmarks and just the main roads connecting them, none of the little side streets or alleys or things like that. It also has the houses that are on these main roads. There aren't that many because, you know, generally main roads are for businesses and stuff. But since the arsonist has only been attacking on main streets, these were the ones they felt worth noting. And we do have an image of this map for you because there's a lot to it. Uh, so I've linked that uh, for everybody at home. It's in the show notes. But uh, Cambo, when it loads up for you, would you like to describe this perfectly drawn map? <laughs> this artistic and accurate <laughs> representation of a town. Okay. okay. What does your map look like? The, the, the town is made, um, it's an unusual thing. Everything's made in circles, which is interesting. There's a cluster of three kind of in the middle. We have a school, a theater, and a set of shops. And then on the four corners, we have a university, fire station, factory, and a pool. And then we have a hospital kind of off to the side as well next to the pool. And then connecting roads all the way through it. This And um, a town hall. Yeah. This, I don't want to throw any shade, but I know you guys are from Sydney. This does look like the inner city of Sydney. There's no water to any of the roads and nothing connects to anything else. Yeah, sure, grid liver. Living in your dumb grid city. Grid liver. What an insult. The other thing to note is the small little houses in between and they're different colours. That's true. We've We've got a whole bunch of colours. We've got green, we've got blues, pinks, reds, yellows, all like sort of, and it doesn't seem to be to the untrained eye doesn't seem to be in any sort of order um but i'm thinking cambo this could be what the next target is like this could be if we figure everything out this could point to where the the next target is yeah okay so we need to figure out the system you're thinking of colors yeah yeah i think it's definitely something to do with the colors but we're not sure what let's have a look you can you i can't see any pattern in there oh actually hang on hang on hang on I'm hanging on. <gasps> Just hang on. There is different. So they are definitely between the roads between each area, right? Yeah. There are definitely certain numbers of houses between each one. Like it's very on purpose. Like some have three between, yep. some have two, yep. some have two. four. Yep. Some have, yeah, there's a couple with threes. Yeah. So we've got threes, twos, and fours. And, and then the, and there's, there's one with one. There is one with one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This there's could also be. also zero up on the top, right? Well, on one side of the road, at least. Oh, yes, you're between, right. There is between time. factory yeah. and theatre on the right. Theatre is zero. Yeah, oh, zero. yeah, zero. Okay, oh, yeah, zero. and between shops and hospital on the right. Hmm. Oh, yeah, damn. Oh, one step you remember what I drew? You must, have, you must have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 That's interesting. Do you, do you count the total of houses between each thing? So, like, between school and theatre, there's three houses, if you count both sides. But well, we're between at the school and university, there's five. Yes. Yeah. And then between, so we're at the fire station at the moment. So yep. we're bottom left. And then there's what? There's six, five, eight, three, two, five, 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 five. Everything, is it fives all the way across? Five? No. I was just seeing if you, if you could, yeah, trace with fives. Yeah. Now, I, I suppose. I get you. Were you going up, were you? Yeah, I was going up. So there's five between that and the town hall. There's five between that and university. There's five between that and the school. And then there's five between school and shops. And then there's, but then nothing else has five there. Four, five, this is one of those tough things where you're trying to dissect 
how much of this is done on purpose and how much of it was just me drawing? Yes. Oh, don't Curious, do that to us. It? Don't do that to us. Do we, can we just ask, do we have everything we need? Okay, to fig- Eden, could it be as simple as odds and evens? Could it be that simple, Cameron? So like, if you go to the shops, that's six, and then down to the pool, that's four, and then to the hospital, that's four. They're all evens. And then you go to the, like, from the hospital to the shops is two, from the shops to the factory is four, whereas on the other but, side, it's five, five, five. But this fire station to school, so if we start at the fire station, fire station to school is eight, and but also fire station to shops is is six, so that's even. So odds, odds, odds. Now there's two odds from school to theatre and school to shops. Do we can can we ask if we have all the information we need at this point? To at, look at this point, you are fine to stop looking at the map for the okay, moment. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> good, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, let's go back to the room. Let's go back right. to the room. Okay, there's one area that we haven't looked. Well, there's two yet, technically. We we've still got the TV and we've got the pole. The po- yeah, this is true. This is true. The fun pole. But that, that's mm-hmm. more. That seems like more of a victory thing. You know, you succeed <laughs> and then you go wee down the pole. Such so to the TV, you're thinking. Yeah, TV first. Based on where you are, you will actually have to probably walk past the pole in order to get to the TV. So you don't want to see it. We don't want to see it. Okay, okay. They close their eyes. (laughs) And then we bang into the pole as we (laughs) can't see where we're walking. All right. Straight to the TV. Any interest in the couches or just the TV? Are you going to sit down to watch the TV? We'll sit in the middle couch Mm -hmm. to view the TV. We had some notes in the, in the pillows of the bed. Do you think there could be notes in this couch somewhere? And if not notes, maybe some loose change. We can buy ourselves something. <laughs> so you take a look. These couches, they're all semicircled around the TV. They're pretty comfy. They're all squishy recliners. They are set at just the right angle so that you can lie down, but not too much. You don't see anything irregular about them. And digging through their couch cushions, you find uh, 30 cents. Right. Good. Um, I'll just make a note of that. That's just for you. It was going to be taped into your thank you card at the end. (laughs) Eden, that's going to get us quite a few ghost drops down at the local milk bar. Yeah. Hang on. Is the local milk bar on the map? Oh, I forgot it was 1966. (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. We didn't specify a year. Oh, did we? No. Um, Okay. So we've got got our 30 cents. That's going to be key later on, I think, Cambo. So let's go back to the TV. Let's uh, let's have a bit of a fiddle with the TV. Look behind. The TV. Is it on the TV unit as well, or is it's, it uh, full on wall mounted? Mounted. Oh, geez, yep. fancy. All right. I thought this needed yeah. some money, but they're wall mounting their TV, mate. Well, well here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. The TV is currently off, but you can easily turn it back on. You just need to insert thirty cents. <laughs> it all comes. No, full no, no. Circle. We're keeping that thirty cents for the ghost drops. We'll yeah. find another way around. <laughs> I love, I love it. It feels like you're taking one of those motels where you're going to pay. Yeah, good. Um, okay, can we, t- yeah, let's turn it on. Let's turn it on. Let's turn it on, Kevo. Come on. Let's do it. You switch on the TV and the video that plays for you, it's not an actual TV channel. It's what appears to be a special internal firefighters information feed. It's talking about this current arson string. It's talking about the areas that have been hit. So they show you a red brick house in West Airy Bay a red shingle house in East Boaton, a redwood house in West Chibley, another red brick in South Dunton, another red shingle in East Elby Park, and two more red bricks, one in North Foreshore and one in South Grantham. Eden, I'm now, getting now, a pattern call here. me crazy, but I've noticed something. Yes. They're it's all the weatherboard houses. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we're, we're seeing red a lot, aren't we? We are. We are. 
So red. And remember, remember Cambo. This is how uninstinctive I am. I started writing down the town names, like for the first three, until I realized the pattern wasn't going to be the town <laughs> names. It was the red. <laughs> it still, it still could be Cambo. You never know. But we do know that there were red houses there on was, that map. Yes. There was red houses. So this is definitely okay. We're getting a bit more information okay. now. Let, um, how how many places did it name? Sorry. Uh, seven. So it's seven. Okay. What do we want to do with that information, Cambo? Well, let's just see if there's anything else around. Like, can you change channels on the TV or is it locked to this internal station? It's locked to this one and it's repeating itself over and over again like a sad infomercial. Okay. Mm, repeater. Um, okay. So we've got that. Okay. So is that every camera? I don't think there's any. So we found the 30 cents. Yep. Um, we've got the, the pattern of the red. Yep. The red houses. Should we have um, a quick celebration on the pole before we head back to the map? Let's do, let's do a quick pole celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's head on over. This pole, it's attached way up to the ceiling and it goes all the way down to the floor and presumably through the floor to the room below you. Unfortunately, you can't actually confirm that right now because the circle of floor that surrounds the pole, it's closed. There's what seems to be a movable metal plate that can retract so that the pole can be used, but right now it is unretracted, so Mm. there is no space to slide down. You can't see any controls for it immediately nearby, which seems rude. What what do they do if it's locked in an emergency? You also realise to your dismay you haven't seen another way to get to the downstairs area. Is there any? Is there a keyhole or anything on this uh, thing that could? There is not. Hmm. Okay, we're going to need to open that at some point. But should we head back to the map? Let's head back to the map um, via the chair. And as we walk past the chair, let's just press one of those buttons again and just see if that affects the pole hole at all. Yeah, that's good. Pressing any single button doesn't seem to be having much effect on anything. Any single button, eh? Hey, can we press all four buttons at the same time? Just, just, I knew exactly where they were going. And no, pressing any combination of the buttons at the same time also does not produce any effect. Because oh, okay. you've just saved us 10 minutes of the up one and the left one, the left one and the bottom one. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Okay, uh, Eden, this is uh, just while we're at the desk, do you think hitting the alarm button will open the hole in the floor because there's an emergency? I, I think at this point we should probably do that. All right. It is, you've hit emergency point now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I was panicking since the moment we came in and the door disappeared. Yeah. I was panicking since we found the 30 cents. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to spend it on? You know what? The firefighters know that you're in here. They know that you're messing around, testing things out. So pressing the alarm won't freak out anybody. So you press the button. Sure enough, alarm starts blaring. Your ears hurt. It is that loud. Underneath it, you swear you hear something else. Some kind of a springy sound? You aren't really sure. So you mess with the button a little bit more and you find that much like a computer, when you hold down the button for several seconds, it shuts off. And that is much better. All right, now, what was that other noise? You look around, see if anything's changed. There is something. The three lounge chairs, they're different. So before, they were all nicely, comfortably reclined, but now all their seat backs have sprung into terribly unnatural positions. You figure this must be connected to the alarm button so that any resting firefighters have no choice but to immediately stand up in pain. <laughs> it's like a Wallace and Gromit alarm. <laughs> yes. So yeah, the one closest to you, it's flipped all the way forward to horizontal, so if someone was sitting in it, they'd be folded in half. 
The next one, and not as bad, its back is standing straight upward, so still more rigid than you could ever comfortably sit in, but it won't kill you. The final one has gone backwards, way back, past horizontal, but not quite all the way to vertical touching the floor. So a person sitting there would have their back super stretched out. Yeah, that one would like fling you off backwards. Cambo, Mm. Cambo, do you know what I'm seeing here? You're thinking the spin lock. I'm thinking the spin lock. Call me Mr. Spin Lock. (laughs) Okay, so if we look at these then... I reckon these are points. Yeah. So we've got chair. We've got, if we've got chair one, two, and three, yep. it looks like we've got spin lock point, which would be sort of yeah, that yep. forty-five degrees. Is yep. that how you're you're viewing it? Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. I've actually, <laughs> I because I was trying to visualize it. I've drawn arrows. One is like a, a, an arch arrow to the right. One is like, um, well, that one's just kind of up. So I guess it's like ninety degrees. And then the other one, I've done an arch arrow to the back. Okay, I, I've drawn something in my in my chairs that looks. It looks more like duck lips. Uh, no, maybe not lips, maybe a beak. <laughs> Ducks famously don't have lips. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking, so if we do it in nodules, yep. so I think it's nodule two, nodule five, and then nodule eight. Where, where are you counting the nodules from, Eden? Is nodule one at the top? No, nodule eight is the top. Sorry, sorry. Because I've gone, I I've gone one like yeah. a clock. Like a I've clock. gone one, this two, three, four. Yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I understand. Yes. Good well, stuff. in that case, the lock clicks open for you. Yes. You can swing Hello. open this locker door. This one has a little bit more inside than the last. At the bottom, there is a small object wrapped in a piece of paper. You unwrap it. It looks like a lever that's been detached from somewhere. And the paper has an authoritative-looking message on it. And this one, I'm just going to say... If we're going to make these patrol shifts work, we need to focus on efficiency. We can't be going up and down the same road five times. The arsonist will definitely take that opportunity to strike at the other end of town. Efficiency. That means during your shift, you have to drive down each main street once and only once. No backtracking, no doubling up. And you can't skip any streets either. Every street, but every street only once. Start and finish your shift wherever works for you. Just make sure to follow those rules. Gotcha. Okay, okay this is good. This is good. So this leads us to the map. Yeah. Uh, is okay. there anything else in the locker apart from those yep. things? That's so it. Oh, so there's, I, I thought so we were going to have 30 more cents, Eden. <laughs> there's, there's a whole chest full of pirate doubloons that you can take. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there was a, you said a lever as well. Is that correct? Yeah, it seems like it's been detached from somewhere. Hey, you know the chair? Yeah, are you thinking that the, the buttons on the chair have something to do with this lever? Yeah, is there a little hole in the middle of the buttons of the chair that a lever could fit in? Sadly, there isn't. Could a lever fit on the pole in the middle? Is that is it like a crank? There is no hole for it there either. You have not in any of your investigations of stuff here seen anything that looks like it will be the right size or shape for this lever. Okay, okay. So... Let's uh, back to the map. Should, back to the map. Okay. Um, hey, can we just check? Um, is there anything on the back of the map? The back side of the map. Damn, I wish I'd put something there. Oh, uh, <laughs> there's a whole chest full of pirate doubloons <laughs> back there. <laughs> we are raking it in. <laughs> so many doubloons. <laughs> okay, so we're back at the map now. Presumably, we need to do two things, Eden. We need to identify red houses. Yeah. And also, we need to work out what this code is with going down each main street only once. The instructions were efficiency, efficiency, efficiency. Yeah. 
So you can only Which go you down. You think they should only say once. Yeah, how ironic. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bunch of streets and we could only go down each street once starting at the fire station. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, we need to come up with a route that hits everything. And it's red houses. It's got to be something to do with red houses as well, surely. Hmm. Now, keep in mind that this looks to you like it's written by someone at the fire station. Probably not written by the arsonist. So it might not necessarily lead you towards arson house. Looking at this, trying to work out a route that will lead us back without doubling up on streets. I've yet to find one in. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Okay, let's see. Okay, so we're... So- Cambo, we're currently at the fire, the fire station. station. Yep. If my yeah, we're down in the bottom left left corner. corner. Yes, correct. Okay, so we're down there now. If we need to go now, there's three. I'm going to say it. There's three exit points from the fire station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there is, um, which means that we've got to come out and then go back and then come out again. So you can't actually get back to the fire station. Yeah. Other than we have to go down each street only once, but if we can go to the fire station, so say for instance, we go to the fire station from the fire station to the school. Yeah. Up to the university and then back down to the fire station and over to the shop, say like, yeah. Is that allowed Danny? So one, two, uh, doesn't seem like it was against the rules. Okay. Okay. So one, two, three, four. So we've done. Okay. So if we knock that out, yeah, that was just an example though. I don't know if that's the necessarily the pattern you would start with. But I think so. The shops, I think, will be a similar thing. Yeah. So you could go if you did that, right? And then you then you're back at the fire station. And then you went from fire station to shops, shops to school, school to theater, theater to factory, factory to shops, shops to hospital, hospital pool, pool to shops. Yeah. But then you go get back, to the fire station. But you can't get back, Cambo. The note did say start and finish wherever you want, wherever oh. works for you. Oh. Okay. So we so we could start at the fire station, end at the shops. Yeah, yeah to, okay, cool. as far as I heard, you said a completely valid solution. Yeah, you did a nice loop. Are you happy with that then, Eden? That that route that you arbitrarily yeah. said? Yeah, it worked. <laughs> it did work. <laughs> now, what have you accomplished with it, though? Yeah. That's another question. It just depends whether we need to link in these red houses. He's attacking red houses. We, we know that. We can take that to the bank. Okay, this is, oh, this is we've still got this bloody lever and everything. <laughs> yeah, there might just be some things like you, there just still might be some things to keep in the back pocket. Okay, so we'll just hold on to the lever for now because I don't think we've got any yeah. close to that. Have we Have we now got all the information we need for this? <laughs> you can stop looking at the map okay, again. Okay, thank you. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, okay. Back to the back to the room. Hey, did, we never mentioned anything on the south side of the room, did we? Um, a glorious visage of the outside world. Oh, check it. There might be clues in the visage. <laughs> oh no, there's just so many chests of doubloons out there, <laughs> <laughs> just out of reach, just out of reach, just right there. Should we just check the um? What did we call it? The U-shaped secretary desk. Now there was a list of victims or something, wasn't there? Was, there? there was very let's, tragic. Let's have a let's have a list. Let's have a listen. You can take, uh, you can pick up this piece of paper. You'll get an image of it. It's the seven houses, seven owners. You are not aware of any immediate connection between them. You haven't heard anything. 
So we've got a list of what looks like dates um, down one side of the page. So it's the 1st of the 5th, 5th uh, of the 5th, 10th of the 5th, 18th. So it's all May, uh, twenty, all November if, uh, if Neil's doing this, um, 23rd, uh, 26th, 29th. And then we've got names next to each one. So we've got Izzy what Delenzo, Maggie Williams, Henry Stevenson, Jim Rewalt, Mary Hancock, Rick Henley, Ed Steinfeld. And down the bottom it says, note, the dates seem random with no particular pattern or importance to them. Ah, uh, that's a rookie observation by whoever wrote this note. I think there is a pattern to these dates. <laughs> note. Yeah, okay. Wait, Eden, they're all the same month. Pattern number one. Oh, my this God. Is good. You've really hit this one. So 1, 5, 10, 18, 23, 26, 29. Okay. And we're th- today's the 31st, I believe. Yes. Mm. Let's ha- just l- let's have a look at these letters, these names, Cambo. Let's let's ruminate in them a bit. So, Jay, uh, like, is there anything initials? Initials is yeah. usually good. Are any of these Patreon pledges so we know to ignore the initials because they might not line up? <laughs> no, these ones, not Patreon okay. at all. You can make fun of them. Okay, oh, good. <laughs> Maggie, Maggie Williams, Williams. <laughs> come on. Okay, let's talk it through, Cambo. Yeah, what, okay. are you, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? So what, do you, what, do you, what do you've got here? I... At the moment, I've got written down all of the initials. Yes. That, that's it. That, that is, nothing's jumping out at me there. I, D, M, W, H, S. It does definitely look like, I, I think your, your first instinct of like, you tried a few things with these names, but there doesn't seem to be anything super obvious. Maybe no. they're just super immersively chosen names and you should just appreciate them for what they are. Could you, could you say we've got all we need from this list at the moment? I would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So is there any more, more papers that we need to explore? No, you got them. Okay. So we've got the papers. So we've got, okay, we've got a list of names. We've got a lever. We've got the North, the North chair buttons. It's uh, really the amazingly exity receptionist chair that I think the focus yeah, is. Yeah. So that's the only thing that like, it's got an actual puzzle on it. Okay. So can we go and sit in the chair? Absolutely. You okay. feel it, it's so good. You feel like Dr. Evil. Oh, love, love it. Okay, what did we learn about the chair, Cambo? Eight, eight <laughs> legs. I'm eight assuming, legs. I'm assuming this is an office chair mm. style thing. Just super could the modified. Eight, could the eight legs correspond to the eight little strokes of the other lock? The, Perhaps, but you've already opened that lock. Yeah, yeah that's the done. Eight, Forget that. The Sorry eight leg out. exit points were just for our benefit. <laughs> um, okay. Can the chair, we can move the chair around? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we're going to do that for a while. Just roll around in the chair. <laughs> okay. So it's got to be, is there any, do we have everything we need to? I will say you have encountered the thing that you need to solve this puzzle mm-hmm. oh, and you great. immediately said, well, I'm not going to pay attention to that. How stupid. This is true. And you actively disregarded it. Oh, God. <laughs> You went out of your way to you even one of one of you even said that it would have it would it would be silly to pay attention to this. A waste of everyone's time and bad. <laughs> and then you can threw the you, clue away. Can we play back the tape? Can we play back the tape? The thing is, so what, I'll it, play it, it back I, right now. I'll do it. Here it is. This is the moment. This is how uninstinctive I am. I started writing down the town names. Like for the first three until I realized the pattern wasn't going to be the town names. It was the red. <laughs> now everyone at home knows. But oh, still no. 
That's called that's called dramatic irony. Oh, love it, love it. I think I do. It, it, I, maybe I'm just trying to pass the buck here, but I think I actually remember you, Eden, saying, "Oh, well, that's nothing." And I, and I was like, "Oh, well, he's better at escape rooms than me, so I guess it's nothing." <laughs> it was that right, Bill? Was was it Eden that said it was nothing? But the, the problem is, Cambo, I remember that, but I don't remember what the Cambo, thing was. Anyway, it was you. It was me. You tried to well, you tried to bring attention to it. And then you immediately also said, no, I'm not going to do that. That would be nothing. Okay. So okay. it's all on you. The, the, the joy, the success, and the okay. failure combined yeah. is all on Cambo. <laughs> okay. This is now my worst nightmare coming to life because I am, I am ruining the escape room as I feared I would. <laughs> well, look, Eden didn't even care. Okay, so we've come into the room. And now we're just going to backtrack. Um, so we've got lockers. Yeah. We've got lockers to our left, yeah? Yeah. And is that there was an empty one, yeah, that was, had nothing in it and the other two were locked. They've been correct? thoroughly searched. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, okay. And so if we, we got the, um, the, the lever from one of the lockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what yeah, was the fine. second item in the locker that we got from there? A key. A little key. key. It was a key. Yeah. A key. Uh, and then the, anything the key the, opens. Neil's yeah. locker that we opened, the six-digit code, what was in yep. there? That was, that was the one with the, the key and a uh, fragrance. Oh, yes. It smelt like methylated spirits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Metho. But that's not it. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> um, okay. Keep going around the room. So there was that. There was lockers. And there was the, the lever. Obviously, we've got the lever. Um, uh, we went the, to the chairs and the yeah, TV. We went to the, rec- we went to the reclining chairs. Um, uh, we've solved the chairs because the chairs was... Chairs yeah. are solved. Chairs are solved. The TV... Had the repeating the, message that had the repeating message, which was the um, what was the repeating message? <laughs> Do you remember what the repeating message was? I'm looking back through my notes. Oh, that was the houses. Yeah. Oh my god, Cambo, you said you started writing down the names of the houses, oh, but the then ta- that was I'm... a dumb. That was the dumbest thing ever that you ever thought of, and you immediately shut it down. Yes. Would you like to listen ah, yes. to the message right. of can, those houses? Can we can we go back to those houses? <laughs> yes. All right. Let's let, let's switch on the TV again. You have to wait fifteen minutes for the loop to start over again, uh, but then you get it. Camo, I don't have thirty cents. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh, but do you know the value of a single pirate doubloon? Yeah. <laughs> so, so oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, this is amazing. Yes, this is a hundred percent. Okay, go. Okay, let's let's listen to the TV again. Well, the first house of the first victim was in West Airy Bay. West Airy Bay. Yeah, and then the second one was in East Boaton. West East. Then West Chibley. West. Oh my god, I can't believe we didn't get this. And then South Dunton. Oh my god, it's just smacking us the face like a pair of fish lips. <laughs> East Elby Park, <laughs> and then. North Foreshore and South Grantham. Oh, God. All right, what do you reckon it means, Eden, all these names? Yeah. <laughs> Back to the map, Cambo. Grant- <laughs> Where's Grantham? Okay. Grantham. Okay. So we've got west, west, east, west, west south, south, east, east north, north, south. South. Yep, cool. So my, um, my back's starting to hurt a little, Cambo, so I think we need to sit down in the chair. Okay. And let's get our little uh, buttons out and let's give them a crack with yep. our new combination. You press those buttons. There is a mechanical whirring, and across the other side of the reception desk, you see something moving. It's the metal circle surrounding yes. the pole opening up. Are we going for a slide, Cambo? 
Well, we'll peer down first to make sure it's not like a pit of fire or something. But then if all is safe, let's slide. Okay. Is there a pit of fire down there? Yeah, but you're feeling daring. Okay, Cambo. Okay, Cambo. On the count of three, we're going to go down. All right. Ready? Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Woo! Uh, did we do it? Did we win? <laughs> we have technically escaped the room. I will say that. <laughs> this is what I. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, good. You managed to land quite smoothly, and you take a look at your new surroundings in the downstairs room. Love it. On the wall, not far from you, there is a fire extinguisher. Good. Against the right wall is a set of tall cubbies with firefighting uniforms hanging neatly on hooks and shelves. And taking up most of the space is an enormous fire truck. Its doors are closed, but hanging off either side of it, you see a ladder and a big coiled hose. Also, you don't see stairs, so it's a good thing you've been working out lately because you're going to have to climb the pole back up if you ever need to go back there. (laughs) Good. Okay, Uh, Cambo, what do you want to hit first? Cambo's choice. Let's go to the cubbies. There are four complete uniforms here, organised neatly in a line from left to right. Each one has a helmet, a coat and a pair of boots. You aren't sure whether they're supposed to be individualised or if in an emergency you're just supposed to grab whatever's closest, but from experience, you know people tend to have a favourite, so everyone ends up having their own, even if you're technically meant to share. Okay, can we we rummage through uh, each uniform to see if there's anything of value in any of their pockets or anything? Certainly. You stick your hands in the uniform pockets and see what comes out. The leftmost uniform, it has some soot which stains your fingertips. Dang. The second one in the pockets, uh, nothing except for the smell of methylated spirits. Okay, and, that's new. well, at least when you withdraw your hand, your fingers are a little bit less stained. Uh, the third one, the third one just has a chewed up toothpick. Who does that? And the fourth one, there's nothing at all, which makes sense because the pocket lining, oh man, it has really thinned out. You can feel just holes in that one. Oh, okay. Can we check in the boots? Is there anything in the boots? There is nothing inside the boots. And there's nothing on the helmets? No, like each one has a number on the helmets, like one, okay. two, three, and four. Three, four. Okay, cool. Um, can we take the toothpick? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's just for us. That's not for the game. Oh, okay. One smart like methylated spirits in our fingers came up less grubby. No, incorrect, Cambo. You've made a fatal mistake again. <gasps> number two. No, no, I meant like one. <laughs> I've written it down. One has soot, two has methylated spirits, three has a toothpick. Yeah. But when you said one has methylated spirits, no, I understand. You can see my, I understand can see how, my confusion. I understand how language works. Because <laughs> okay. if so, I said two has methylated spirits, you're like, no, only one of them has methylated spirits. Uh, you've seen right through my devious plan, Kevin. Um, and that was, um, so, I feel like we're in a like who's on first situation. <laughs> Um, but we're assuming that that's Neil because we ha- we smelt the same uh, yeah, but there, smell. There must be something because our things came out less. Did you say less sooty? So they're well, like, yeah, that's, no, just a little bit like, yeah, like hand yeah. sanitizer style. That's the yeah, method, exactly. like cleaning yeah. your hands. Just yep. a little residue. It cleaned you a little. Right. Yeah. So it was just residue. There's nothing actually in the pocket. Nah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And there's nothing. So we've searched all the. We've searched everywhere we can search in there. Mm-hmm. Right, Shall we look okay. at the fire extinguisher? Yeah. Let's go to the old fire extinguisher. You take a look at it, you know that the exact colour of a fire extinguisher uh, tells you what substance is inside it. Like there's a, one colour for water, one for CO2, chemical powder, whatever. Uh, each one of those is good for a different type of fuel-based fire yep, words. Yeah, 
Yep. You do not recognize this one. It's red with a single purple stripe. And weirdly, there are no words or instructions printed on the body of this extinguisher like you'd be used to seeing. So whatever this one's good for extinguishing, you have no idea. Aiden, I kind of want to fire it. I think we should. Can we give it a little, uh, a little, uh, how's your, how you, how a you going? A test burst? Yeah, just a little. You can, some sort of mystery foamy chemical comes out. Doesn't smell it's, like methylate spirits? It doesn't. Okay. Uh, onto the fire truck, the yeah. big boy. Which has the ladder and the hose on it as well. Ladder and hose. Mm-hmm. So let's go check the hose out now, please. Yep. The hose is completely coiled up and it's fixed firm to the side of the truck. The binds that are holding it there are connected by some kind of big master lock. It's complicated looking. It seems to be made of several holes with deep grooves interconnecting them. You're going to see a picture. Oh, great. Uh, the people at home, if you want to click on the link below, you can see it yourself. But otherwise, would you like to describe what you're seeing here, Cambo? Okay, this is uh, the same layout, if I'm not mistaken, as the town map. I'm just checking mm-hmm. that uh, visually. And yes, I would agree with that statement yes. wholeheartedly. Which seems to be like a, a pattern of like triangle type formations of, uh, of circles and lines between them. Is there any place we could put a lever? Any of those holes looks like it would be a good place to stick that lever. I don't reckon this is going anywhere, Eden. Let's uh, abandon yeah. it. Yeah, make sure. <laughs> let's instantly disregard. <laughs> um, okay, so the question becomes, what hole? Do we put it in the fire station no, hole? We no, the, the, we do the path, Eden. Oh, we do the path. We do the path. Do the path. What was the path? path. (laughs) We we, we replicate the path which started the fire (laughs) station and ended at the the shops. shops. Yeah. So we're just going to do this path. Yeah. Yeah. Which we all remember, to be clear. (laughs) You get the lever into that hole that represents the fire station. You move it around. You go over every direction. No repeats. You get the lever into that final hole representing the shops and it clicks into place, sinking in slightly. Oh, I love that feeling. And the locking mechanism swings open. You now have access to the fire hose. Awesome. It's it's like Christmas, Cambo. (laughs) (laughs) Let's unfill the the, the hose now. Let's unfill, unfill, unfill. Absolutely. Now, you hear these things when they're turned on full pressure can do some serious damage, so maybe don't do that unless there's an actual fire. But as you unfurl, you do see there is a design on the hose It's covered in images, fire safety images, which makes sense. You see some infographics about how to use this type of hose. It also tells you everything you could ever want to know about the dangers of fire. And there's a large segment showing different types of fire extinguishers. Oh, Oh, okay. Do we have an image? Do we have an image of this? You do not. Oh. But are you looking for anything in particular? Well, we're looking for the purple stripe. I'm looking for the purple purple stripe fire extinguisher. You do see red with purple stripe. There is indeed, as you guessed, a special type of chemical foam. And apparently uh, it works interestingly. It works on oil. But specifically, like if there is currently an oil fire, it wants you to spray this foam as hard as you can. However, if there was any remaining oil not on fire, this foam can also get rid of that. But you have to use it in very short, sharp bursts, not all at once. Okay. So the purple is to get rid of oil. Um, and it can get rid of it completely in short, sharp bursts. bursts. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, can we? The only the other thing in here. So, let's just go check the, the ladder. ladder side. Yeah. yeah the the cool. old ladder. 
The ladder, it's hanging sideways, suspended from one side of the truck. It's an extendable ladder, it can fold over itself and have the top half slide up and down when needed. Right now, the top half is folded over and locked into place. Which is a pity, because you can see some letters on the rungs of the bottom half. And this one, you are going to get an image. Yes, so I'm seeing your classic fireman's ladder. Um, now, it has several rungs, slightly different shades of grey. Not 50, more like two. Um, we've got an <laughs> M, a P on one rung. We've got a B and an E on another rung. And an H and an R on another rung. And then my keen eye has spotted a small lock top left that could be the size for a little skeleton key, Cambo, possibly. Can we use the key in that little lock? The key that you got from Neil's locker fits Correct. into this lock. Boom. Let's twist that. When you do, the folded over half of the ladder loosens a bit. It can now slide up and down. Let's slide so it. You slide it oh, and no, you see a new version of the ladder. Yeah, see, this is good. Okay, so this version of the ladder, now it's, yeah, it's slightly, sl it's, it's slid up and it's given us more letters. So now we've got a J, a U on another rung, an O and an N on another one, a D and a T and an E and an E. So now this is looking very similar to our, our list of um, old mates. Let's, get, let's just go back a, a couple of notes and see if there's anything that lines up yep. with any of that. So um, I've got the victims here. So, uh, for instance, the first one is Izzy. So yep. ID are the initials there. I'm not seeing any I's. Or no, D's. nor am I. Okay, M M W. There's an M. Yeah, we've got an M. There's no W's. So is there H S? Now there's an H, but there's no S. Yeah, H and no S. Yep. J R. There is a J and an R, but not on the same rung. Not on the same rung. So no, J is at the top. R is second bottom. Bottom. Yeah. And then we've got an M H. Any M's? Yeah, we've got an M, M and an H there. Yeah, there's an M and an H. But again, not on the same rung. No. You can't, the ladder, ladder can't move anymore, can it? No, you can now, you've now seen all the rungs. So, so we've seen all the rungs. On. So we've got, we've got every single rung now, don't we, um, Cambo? Mm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> what, are, what are you thinking, Cambo? Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out, bud. Okay. So I, I thought we were onto something here with the victims and the letters. Yep. But there's just no pattern emerging i mean there probably is bill will probably edit some kind of clue in that'll make us look a fool like he did earlier <laughs> <laughs> are you seeing any pattern i'm just looking at the letters now that they're in a new order jaw jumbo jib jid no it's not that um let's <laughs> why instead of going totally insane here let's just check out the fire truck as well okay just yep. just, just just uh just can we look underneath the fire truck oh, in, just the, in, 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 in the, the cabin, cabin yeah yeah in the cabin yeah, and you stuff, can yeah. check out a lot of it uh it's big red shiny more or less ready to go um there seems to be something seeping out from under it uh, you peer underneath the body of the truck and there is a massive black puddle there which oh. is unnerving doesn't look like it's come from the truck could the arsonist have like put it there to try to sabotage the truck when its wheels took off or something? Does it look like an yeah. oil? Yeah, does it look oilish? It does look definitely related to oil, yes. Yeah, you keep that in mind and you just look at the rest of the body of the truck to be sure. You make your way to the driver's side door, which is locked with a combination lock of all things, numbers. Uh, maybe it's easier to remember a combination than a key if you're in a hurry. 
To make sure the firefighters can't forget the password, helpfully, there is a paper note stuck up in the window. Yes. And it says, This week's cleaner's buttons, Neil's shoes, longest serving's helmet. Now, um, now, do you remember? Do you remember that original note that we had? Because that mentioned someone's been here for forever. Uh, he might have been here for a while, but you get used to his quirks. But what I'm thinking is, you said the the uniforms are generally, even though they're meant to be shared, they're they're yeah. people's, and one of them had worn out pockets. Mm. So that's oh, the oldest yes. jacket. Therefore, the helmet. It's, and then the Neil's is the Neil's boot. shoes so will be with the metal aid spirit smell. Four two. Four two. So what? What do we have? Neil's shoes, old. Are they the only two things? What, what were the rest of the clues? Uh, the first one was this week's cleaners buttons. Oh, this week's cleaners buttons. The, so the oldest is the fourth. Yep. Now the the third one had a toothpick. Mm. The first one had soot, wasn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. And the second had the methylated spirits. Well, I'm just thinking. So the cleaner would have methylated spirits. That would make sense. Because they've been cleaning. Yep. So the cleaner is number two. Was well, the um, cleaner's buttons to be mm. to be quite precise? Buttons as a jacket. Jacket. So how many buttons does the cleaner's jacket have? You take a look, and the second uniform, uh, it seems to be missing a couple. It's got eight buttons out of looks like a possible ten. Eight. All right. Eight. Neil's cool. shoes. I'm assuming. Neil's shoes. Does he have two shoes? Uh, there are two shoes there. You also, you examine them and you're taking a look and tipping them open to see if there's anything inside them earlier. Uh, they do have sizes listed. Yeah, what size? Oh, yes. They yep. are a size 10. Size 10. Oh, that's great. So it's 8, and then, 1, 0, and then. Oh, what, what number is on the helmet? Oh, the helmet. The helmets number, were the ones four. that were 1 to 4. Yeah, that was 4. four. Yep. So it's 8, so 10, it's four. Eight, 8, 1, 0, 4. Well, let's try that combination-wise. You put that in the driver's side door of the truck and it opens. You can climb on in. It's um, it's pretty high. Most <laughs> of what you see is like a normal truck, just bigger. Uh, there are definitely some extra controls and communications you don't know how to use. Maybe not mess with those. You're about to get back out when you spot something poking out from above the passenger seat sun visor. You pull that out. It's a ticket to the local theatre for an upcoming production of Henry VIII. There's a seat allocation, a phone number for the theatre, but sadly, no name of who the ticket owner is. Okay, do you think the seat allocation and phone number are going to have something to do with this, Eden? Yeah, I think so. Um, and there was a, th- a theatre in the town diagram yeah, there as was, well. There was. <laughs> um, so could, could, do we know what those uh, the seat allocation numbers were? Uh, yeah, what did you say it was in the playtest? Oh, E24. You made it. You made it way worse than that. I S think you made it right. L. L twenty four. It is a uh, seat. It is a seat in the theatre. Okay. But your nonchalant theater. answer makes me think that we're following yeah. a, a dud path. There wasn't. There wasn't a, a, any chalant in that. Uh, okay, we got a phone number and we got a phone upstairs. Eden, what's the phone yeah. number? It's a real sounding phone number. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, good. Yeah, good. That, that does sound real. Yeah. Thirty. Thirty-two. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, I, don't, I don't on. think it's pronounced. We've done this. I don't think it's pronounced that way. Actually, <laughs> yeah. sorry, it's 13, 30, 32. You know, inter- uh, inter- 
Interesting fact about that kid. This this is a kid from an very ad, yeah. very very niche reference here. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Though we've anybody who'd listened to this show long term, we've described this ad multiple times. So feel free, everyone, Most our certainly. audience is filled in on the thirteen thirty thirty two kid. Do you know? Do you know that kid never got paid for that role? What? <laughs> oh. Do you know, do you know, they filmed it and they told him it was a test that they wanted to see whether he, he could do it. They go, okay, just just do this, just say the words, yep, 13, 30, 32. And they're like, cool, that's it. Yeah, we'll let you know if we want to um, if we want to get you back to record it. They never called him back and then he saw it on TV. That oh, is the most famous kid got... outside of Bronson on Round the yeah. Twist. And that kid, that's that kid, Anthony Albanese. So he's done well for himself. Before we go, though, do we want to do the oil? Yeah, and and just to make it, there was nothing else in the cabin of the fire truck. Nope. Okay. Yeah. You, you've now got yeah. a good solid few leads that you can follow. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do oil. Let's Campbell. do the oil. <laughs> um, and by the way, we want long continuous bursts <laughs> on this oil. Long continuous bursts. me correctly, which I think it does, Kevin. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you so, end up with more oil than you started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Short bursts. We're going short bursts. You take the extinguisher over to the truck, you aim it at the oil spill, and you let fly. The foamy stuff bursts out, but after a second of firing, you pull back, you stop. Some of the foam has hit the oil, and it's fizzing slightly. It kind of looks like the two substances are dissolving each other. So after a moment, you fire another short burst, then another pause, then another burst. And between each one, you can definitely see there is less oil than there was before. And pretty soon, you've fired enough that the foam has completely demolished the oil. And with no oil there, you can now clearly see there are words that have been written right there on the floor in marker. I have sent you a link to the words that are written. One of you like to read this out for the people at home. Okay. If you remove... Oh, but what? Sorry. In an appropriately creepy voice. If you remove the first letter from each landmark, some of them still make normal English words. The house that I've chosen has exactly one such landmark at one of its ends. Okay. Aiden, this could mean anything. This could mean this. This is quite good. Okay, this is really hitting home now. So we've got the arsonist is in the room with us. He also um, he also could be yes. Emperor Palpatine. Well, there was I was there was a little bit of your fifth and your friends is yours. Um, but uh, let's have a look. If you remove the first letter of each landmark, some of them still make normal English words. Okay, so should we? Can, yeah. can Are you thinking we have to go me? back upstairs? Yeah. Well, we we know we can because yeah, before we yeah. Does anyone think that there's anything else to be gained from this floor before we move upstairs? <laughs> are you talking to me, Cambo? I'm just generally speaking. Are you just saying it yeah, out yeah, into yeah, the yeah. void? It's just out into the void. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got this now. You've got the phone number. And there was that ladder, don't forget. Those yep. are the three big yes. things that you're going for. I okay. don't think that you need to necessarily be staying downstairs okay. for anything else. Can we use the, the ladder to get back up through the hall rather than have to climb you, the pole? You don't oh. want to test yourself? No. <laughs> All right, well, the ladder the ladder is so heavy that it turns out it's even more of a burden than climbing up the pole would have been, but you manage because you're doing pretty well in life. This is great. We're ripped, Cambo. That's fact. <laughs> that's canon now. Yeah, the that's other canon. Fi- when you walked in, the other firefighters were jealous. <laughs> They're firefighters. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. So let's get back to our map. Yep. So, yeah, if you remove the first letter from each landmark, some of them still make normal English words. 
Um, the house that I've chosen has exactly one such landmark at one of its ends. Do you think it's Aya Station? Could it be that? Aya <laughs> Station, yeah. It really gets my ire. Hops. I mean, that is a normal, That's a normal English, English word. word. Hops. It is. Aya. Yeah, hops. hops is good. That's a normal English uh, word. Uh, ooh. No. Hospital. No. Actor. Oh, go to the hospital. Uh, yeah, you spend, <laughs> yeah, it depends if you're a Cockney English. <laughs> Let's see, town all, out all. So really it's just, um, I think we're leaning towards shops, aren't we, Cambo? Yeah, that's the only one I can see. Aya Station Aya is Station real. Aya Station is real English. It's a station full of Aya. Okay, it's, okay, okay. We'll, and we'll, there we'll, was... put th- we'll put that down as a maybe. <laughs> there was one other one as well. Uh, hang on. ST- the way that you said it was... Like one of those word puzzles where you're like when you're mm. doing Wordle and you're just saying it wrong. Oh, really? Mm. Our own. Yeah. The own, own hall. hall. Yeah, got it. Got it. Own and hall. where else could you study drama other than the actory? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That one's not right. Well, the actory spent... is right next to the theatre, so that makes sense. Mm. Th- three years of the actory, and this is where I end up on this podcast. <laughs> Hops, Aya <laughs> Station, Own Hall. Okay, cool. So um, what was the rest of the clue? If you remove the first letter from each landmark, some of them still make normal English words, which we've got. The house that I've chosen has exactly one such landmark at one of its ends. So, yeah, that means like at the end of its street. Like, yeah, all of the houses are between two landmarks. Yes. Let's have a look. Own Hall has a red house next to it. Yes, so between Own Hall and University, that road would have a red house on it. Yep. Between I Station and Hops, there's a red house right next to Hops. Ah, but pay attention carefully to the rule about I Station and Hops. Let's have a look. The house that I've chosen has exactly one, one such landmark okay. at one of its ends. Mm. So it's only one. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, so one of its ends. So it could be, yeah, it could be I Station and School because it's at one of its ends. Mm-hmm. Um it could be town hall and university. Yep. It could be hops and school. It could mm-hmm. be yeah. hops and school. It could be uh yeah, hops and factory. Mm. Could be hops, hops and hospital. Hospital, hops and pool. Hops pool. Okay. really gives you a lot of options. Yeah, hops is really all over the place. You've removed the first Bloody time. hops. Yeah, so <laughs> But you know what? It has helped. It's narrowed down a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cut out some of them. So maybe we need more information before it gives us uh, everything, Cambo. So um, let's go to the phone. Shall we go back to the phone? Let's do it. Uh, let's ring the number for the theatre. Ring a ding ding. You dial the numbers on the ticket into the phone. You hear one ring, two rings, three rings, and then someone picks up. You have reached North Theatre. Oh, it's a recording. If you wish to make a booking, press 1. If you wish to discuss or change a current booking, press 2. Uh, let's, uh, let's do 2. Yeah, you suppose so. And this time, <laughs> a person picks up. Yeah, now here's the thing. Eden and I both worked at theatres, so we will be critiquing the performance of a theatre working very, very minutely. That's why I'm not Correct. doing it. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to oh, North Theatre. He's done theater. it. He's done May it. I have oh. the name of your show and your seat number to confirm your identity? Uh, Henry VIII, it's E24. Yep. E24. All right, let me have a look. 
Pop a dope, dope a dope, looking through. Oh, here we go. Where could it be? Ah, good evening, Mr. Ferno. I hope you're well. Mr. F- you have a surname. Ferno. You have a surname. Ferno. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Ian Ferno. <laughs> yes, that's what I have in my books. And Ferno. Okay. Okay. Real okay. clever, Mr. Arson Face. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you know, maybe, may, maybe she knows something else. Uh, maybe there's something else in this booking that could help. Uh, uh, excuse me. Do you know anything else? Um. Yes, I do. Actually, if you'd like to a- ask a specific <laughs> question, you could. But otherwise, I'll tell you what it says here in these notes. Uh, it says you have a few bookings lined up in the current season. Would oh, you like bookings, a reminder of, of which shows yes. you've booked? Yes, please. yes, please. I don't know why I'm oh. doing a voice. Oh, no, please. It makes me feel more comfortable. <laughs> She's an immigrant. I feel less alone if you speak like me. Okay. Okay, um, okay. So tell, this... us, tell us which one. Go for okay, it. Okay, I will. Here we go. After this coming one, you've got Richard the Third, Margaret the Foist, <laughs> Mary the First, Isabella the Second, Edward the Seventh, and James the Sixth. Wow, you really like royalty, don't you? Yeah. Do you want okay. me to repeat that list slower so you can make your own notes? Uh, okay. Uh, Eden, I've I've got eight three one one two seven six. You got the same? You got eight. I got three. Henry, wait, Henry the Eighth is the first. Oh, okay. You got Henry the Eighth, Richard, Richard the Third, the third yeah. Margaret the First, yep. Mary, Mary the, the First. first. Isabel Isabella the, the second, second, Edward the seventh, seventh, and James the sixth. Okay. Wow, you really like royalty, don't you? Thanks. <laughs> this is great. Okay. Edward the first. What, what were the two yep. firsts, Edward? Uh, Margaret and Mary. It was Margaret the first and Mary, <laughs> Mary the first. Mary the first, yep. <laughs> So are they are they the names that we saw before yeah, the victims' names? H R M M I E J. Okay, we got Mary Hancock. Okay. All right, so we have a Henry okay. Stevenson. Yep. And Henry Henry the Eighth. So Henry the Eighth. Yep. We have a Richard. Uh, we have a Rick. Yeah, Rick, Rick the Third. Yep. Uh, we have a was it Mary first? Uh, no, it was Margaret. Maggie. Yeah. Margaret the first. <laughs> <laughs> you Mar- never hung up. Margaret. <laughs> Mary. What are we solving a mystery or something? I love I really like being part of this. Come on, um, catch me up on the clues. I don't want to be left out. Pay me in doubloons. <laughs> I take doubloons if you need any please pay me. We have okay, then we also have Izzy. Yep, which is Izzy. Yep. Uh the second and Ed. Ed, Edward, and then uh we have Jim, James. Yeah, cool. So that all so, so, correlates. But they are not in the order. The order of the showings is not in the order of this list. No, it's not. And there's two firsts as well. There is two firsts. Mary and Margaret. It's Margaret the first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we rearrange the names on the victims list to correspond with the showings? So it would technically start with uh, Henry Stevenson. Okay, so let's do that. Let's do 10. 10 five. So HS. Yeah. Now, what have we got? Uh, Henry. So Richard the Third. Yep. So which Rick. is Rick Henley. 
Then you know what's coming next. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, now what mate. is it? Oh, it's Mark. <laughs> so it's Maggie Williams. Uh, and then we've got Mary the first. Uh, then we've got Izzy, Izzy two. Uh, then we've got Edward the seventh. Uh, and James the sixth. Jim. It's going to be the order. And, and well, the, we didn't use anything to do with the, the first, second, third, fourth, did we? No, not yet. So we haven't. So that's obviously something to do with it. So, okay. So that, so that was, that was eight. So eight, three, one, one, two, seven, six. Eight, three, one, one, two, seven, six. Now I wonder, so obviously it's going to spell out something, but what does it spell? So if we rearrange them numerically, so M M I, like like do it that way. Do you think that will lead to anything? The, the, what, okay. what do we do with the two ones? You, well, that's the thing that's blowing my mind, Cogs. That there's two ones because I was thinking it's like well, it's that's as easy. It's one, two, three, six, seven, eight. Yeah, there's uh, no, there's two ones. There's no four. There's no five. Five. Oh, unless, hey, unless it's the eighth letter in the name and it's the first oh, letter. Oh, I see. Yeah, Henry VIII. So the eighth letter. So one, two, of Henry Stevenson. E. I think I've counted that right. Yeah, so it could be E or it could be the last, just the last name or something, but we'll try this first. So, and then what, and then three. Yep, Richard the Third. Is what C? C. Uh, then Mary. So I'm going to do this as I go. So that's what that's M. 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 I'm thinking it could be last names now, because um, this isn't giving us anything. But let's just keep going. Two Izzy is two, which is a Z. Yeah, I don't think this is okay. Should we switch? To I think last it's names? last. <laughs> I think it's last names. I think it's last names because this is. Uh, yeah, let's try last names. Yeah, that um, Z so, would be a killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realised that. Yeah, so one, two, <laughs> okay. Three, so we'll four, start again uh, with eight. Henry the Eighth. Yep. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it's O. O. Yep. Yep. Next one. Uh, Richard. That's one, two, three. N. Oh, this is good. I've, I've, I feel like we're getting getting something here. Uh, next one. What was that one again, Bill? Uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I was Margaret. I, <laughs> I nearly fell for that camera. <laughs> Uh, um, and that's one, so that's W. Uh, Mary is the next one, and that is one, so that's H. H, yeah, got that. Uh, Izzy is two, so that's D, E, yeah, so it's E. Uh, e, S, Ed Steins, that's what, seven? One, two, six, seven, that's E. And what's the last one? J, R, six, six, L. Uh, so what is it? Own, Own heel. Heel. I think you. I think you rearranged two of the letters near the start there. Yeah. On wheel. On Own wheel. Heel yes. is much scarier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was looking at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> How's she done I've this? I've attached a message to your own heel, detective. <laughs> on You'll wheel, Eden. Now that is uh, that is a great arsonist. <laughs> he's, he's managed to stick that on our heel. <laughs> we're not looking. Okay, on wheel. Back to the to the wheel. So to back the back wheel. to the fire truck, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're weeing again. Wee. We're back at the wheel. Wee. 
<laughs> Less enthusiasm this time. Well, I gotta get to this wheel, Eden. Yeah, we okay. We're back on the wheel. Okay, this is good. I feel good. We got the numbers, Cameron. We everything's working now. You're Let's getting there. Can we check the wheels? You go through. You check all the wheels. I would also give you steering wheel if you want to try that one. I we like check them the all. correct wheel. You check the correct <laughs> wheel. There it is, deep in there, right near the back of it. You definitely couldn't see it unless you knew you were looking for it. There are some letters written low down deep in there, and you're going to get another message. I've linked that for you. Uh, Cambo, if you'd like to read that out for the people at home in an appropriately creepy voice. This house is surrounded on all sides (laughs) by streets. That is... You can't get to the outskirts of town without crossing at least one road. That's the uh, theatre manager's significant other. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know you were an arsonist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so disappointed in you. You think you know a guy. This house is surrounded. So this house is surrounded surrounded by all sides sides by streets. Do you know what Uh, he sounded like when he was setting fire to Izzy Delizio's house? He said... I'm going to set fire to this house on May the 1st. <laughs> um, okay. Fire station in school. Okay. Back to, back to the map. Back to the map. Woo. Hey, we never solved the ladder, did we? No. No, you never did. Oh, God. We never solved the ladder. <laughs> so I, th- I think we need to solve the ladder yep. before we... Do more mappage. Okay. okay. So let's just put that to one side yeah. um, and let's just get back on the ladder. Okay. One might say you're right near the end of the puzzles. Oh, God. Ooh. We just got to do I can feel just it. Solve this ladder. The, the, okay. the lady's still on the phone, right? From the theater? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't hang up. I'm interested now. What do you, what do you know get, about ladders? I got to get closure. Every good mystery needs a ladder. Exactly. Sorry. Patreon inside joke. Yeah. Uh, okay. Somehow. Back to, okay, back to the ladders. Back to the ladders. Okay, so we've got our words. And, and this one, we've got everything that we need for this one, yeah? yeah. The ladders. You do? I, yeah, Eden, yeah, cool. my, my note-taking system is so scatterbrained that now I'm seeing notes. So I'm like, is, when did I write this? <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs> which, which timeline are you in? <laughs> I don't know. Because there's a bunch of initials here. I'm like, was that when I first saw them? Oh, my God, Cambo, I just saw it. The range. first words, Cambo, I just saw it. It's jump, J-U-M-P, on, O-N, bed, oh. T, what's the last bit? T-H. T-H. There. Oh, three. Three. Bed three. Yeah, jump on bed three. All right. It just, that literally just came to me. You, you, know, <laughs> you, you know when you step away from something and come back to it? I instantly saw the word jump. Could you, could you uh, describe to the audience what, what exactly you've seen in this, how you've used the ladder to get this message? So, okay, yeah, sorry, sorry. So um, each, each rung, because they're separated, the two images, you've got the, each one has two letters on it, but the, the thing covering it is blocking the other ones. And if you remove... Yeah. The cover, then you can see from top left. So Ju, then the one below it is MP, and you just read it down. It's similar so you have like, to alternate, like how you, yeah, you, you get yep. those little bits of cardboard that has a bird on one side and a cage on the other, and yeah. you have to flick it really quickly, and they combine into a bird in a cage. That's similar it. thing and where you've got letters between rungs, you need to keep switching between them to read it. So as you were climbing up and down the ladder that you've set up to get up and down stairs, at some point you made the ladder <laughs> spin around really fast on one leg. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Should we go up it, and jump on bed go, three? Let's go. Let's find out the prestige, Cambo. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All 
These beds, they are not sturdy enough for grown adults to be jumping on them. But you know what? Who are you to argue with a ladder? So (laughs) you step onto bed three, you start bouncing. And every time you land, the frame creaks until eventually you hear something just crack. So you stop to inspect. Part of the underside has completely broken open and Uh. fallen to the floor is a ball of scrunched up paper. So you grab it. And you read what's written on it. And you get your final sinister note. All right. This is great. Uh, Eden, if you'd like to have a go reading this one in yet again, an appropriately creepy voice. The house I've chosen (laughs) is on a street with an odd number of houses, adding both sides of the street together. And now, Canva, if you could read that in an intelligibly creepy voice. Go, Camo. The house I've chosen (laughs) is on a street with an odd number of houses, adding both sides of the street together. Yeah, right. what's what's the opposite of ASMR? So now now we've got everything we need. We've got our yep. three clues. Yep. Um, so let's just uh, run over these new ones. So the house I've chosen is on a street with an odd number of houses. Yep. Um, adding both sides of the street together. Okay, yep. the house is surrounded on all sides by streets. That is, you can't get to the outskirt of town without crossing at least one road. You can't get to the outskirt of town without crossing one road. And then if you remove the first letter from each landmark, some of them make normal English words. Yep. The house that okay. I've chosen has exactly one It must be between yep. hops and school right okay uh why do you, why would you say that cambo because e- either side of that left and right is a road hops obviously a word school isn't there's one it's there's five one, houses between it odd number you, odd that's number. Odd number red one, house two, at three, the four, end five. yep okay well i think that ticks all the boxes and there's only one red house there yeah hmm 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 yeah, do any other red houses tick these boxes? School and university, that's near the outskirts. That won't work. Fire station and school, but that's got eight houses. Mm. So we cut it out. It's a useless street. Yeah. Yeah, get rid of that. University and town own hall. What's that one? But that's near the outskirts. That's near yeah, the that outskirts. red house is on the outskirts. Cut it out. Useless yeah, street. Yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, we hate that house. Um, okay, so town hall and... But that's own hall and fire, so they're they're both no, that's, words. No, we can't use that yeah, because yeah, they're both yeah. words. Yeah. Get them out! Cut it out! Terrible street. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, fire, uh, fire station and school. Uh, both near the outskirts. Both real eight. words, and they've got eight, eight houses, yeah. which is an even eight number. Eight houses! Get it out of here! <laughs> um, hops in pool uh, near the outskirts. Uh, also four houses. Yep. So no red house. No red no house. Red correct. Same with hops and hospital. Uh, no red house. And only th- uh, three houses. Uh... There's only two houses there. Uh, and then uh, hops, sh- hops and, and fa- factory. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's got an even number of houses. Get out of here! Uh, actory, no, not school, no, university theatre. No, there's no, no. So it must be between mu- hops there's, there's no, and school. There's no other red houses between ops and school. That's it. That's it. That's it. We that's are, the red house. We, that's got to be the red house. That's it. You race into the back area where the firefighters are taking their coffee break. You yell at them like you have never yelled at someone before. Ah! It's the first time you've ever exerted authority as you point out this red house between Hops and Chul. <laughs> they don't understand you for a second. But 
To your amazement, they jump into action. They believe you. They sprint to the pole. They slide down, get into uniform. They get the truck moving. You run to your own car to follow, just in case something happens and your particular set of skills happens to be needed again. You head from the fire station to the shops, then up towards the school, and there, the red house on the right. Still standing, but what's going on? Through one of the downstairs windows, you can see a flickering light. It's small right now, but it looks like it's growing. The arsonist is struck, but only just, only recently. Heart racing, blood pumping, you race onto the property with the firefighters. But they're all focused on breaking down the front door to get to the fire before it spreads. You, on the other hand, head for the back. You make it just as the back door to the house is being swung open by a man in a dark coat and a hood. Who could it be? He jumps at the sight of you and gets ready to run. No time for thought, just action. You launch yourself at him, a full tackle, and with your super-built frame, you send him tumbling to the ground. His hood is swept off, revealing his face, revealing him to be... Some guy... Nobody you knew. Like, it's not like it was secretly Neil or something showing up in some kind of shocking twist. I mean, yeah, even though firefighters turning out to do arson is a documented issue of some significance, it's statistically incredibly unlikely and, you know, quite unfair to all of the other thousands of firefighters who don't commit arson in a year. And generally, the people in this line of work do some pretty heroic stuff when push comes to shove, and... It turns out most of the time the arsonist, more times than not, is just some guy who chose fire. So even though it's not a particularly great circular narrative, you've done a great service. You have stopped a serious serial criminal. And you even get a thank you card. Congratulations! Just as I suspected, Eden, some guy did it. (laughs) 